Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Chris in Philadelphia. He says, I love your podcast, short and packed with info. Thank you for making these. They're perfect for my 10-minute walk to the office. I recently listened to an episode you did with a fellow from Greensboro, North Carolina, and you mentioned that this market was heating up. I'm delighted to hear that from you, as this is a potential market my partner and I have identified for multifamily investments. I know the criteria we used to narrow down to this market, and I'd be happy to share it if you care to know. I'm also curious if you could share how you drill down on markets and why specifically you believe Greensboro, North Carolina is heating up. I desire to learn from you, the seasoned investor, to see if we landed on this market for the wrong reasons or if we are doing our due diligence correctly. Well, Chris, thanks for the kind words, and this is a great question. I really love your question. But before I can answer it, we need to set a little bit of context. You see, you can like a market, but that doesn't mean every strategy will work in every market. Markets go through cycles. It might be that there's a surplus of one product in the market and a shortage of another. So it's really a matter of identifying which strategies work in that specific market. What I like about Greensboro is it has a strong industrial base. Many of the businesses that are located in Greensboro have strong fundamentals. It's not the fastest growing city in the state. It's actually third in terms of growth behind Raleigh and Charlotte. But both Raleigh and Charlotte have attracted a ton of investment and therefore a lot of competition, which has pushed prices up. To some extent, many tertiary markets have been overlooked. And Greensboro is continuing to add population on a yearly basis. It's not massive growth. We're talking three to 4,000 people a year. Rents in the community are relatively low at about $1.10 a square foot on average. Now, that could be a little bit problematic. That means economics won't support a lot of new construction of apartments. The opportunity exists for the savvy investor to acquire existing apartment product and reposition those assets to perform at a higher level. Rents have room to move upward in Greensboro. The average rent in the city puts rent at 20% of household income. That's below the affordability threshold of 30% the most economists cite. So Greensboro is a very affordable community. The population in Greensboro High Point is about 775,000 people. Rents increased 10% in Greensboro last year in 2020 and 15% in High Point. Vacancy is hovering around 5%, indicating a bit of room for absorption. But according to the statistics from HUD, the 900 units under construction is only going to satisfy a portion of the projected demand of over 2,800 units to the end of 2021. So with the increased cost of construction, new units are going to need to charge somewhere in the range of $1.50 a square foot or more in order to be profitable. That's significantly above the market average. So I don't expect to see too much in the way of new construction. There simply won't be enough demand at that elevated price point. The opportunity that I do see is for value-add projects where there's significant room for rent growth between the market average and the positioning of new product. There's a big gulf between those two numbers. Cosmetic improvements are relatively inexpensive to make, especially compared with the cost of new construction. So these types of value-add deals make a lot of sense. What I like to see in a market is a combination of jobs growth, population growth, combined with the balance of supply and demand that's going to create upward pressure on rent and occupancy. I want to see the market attracting investment, but not too much investment, so it becomes overheated. To be clear, we're not active in the Greensboro market. We are actually active in Asheville, North Carolina, which is actually not that far away. But whatever asset class you choose to invest in, 
just be clear that there's a strong thesis for your chosen growth strategy. In our case, we see North Carolina in general as a winner for migration trends, but that's far too general. Real estate's hyper-local. The main thing to do is to perform research on your local area of interest and identify specifically where the unmet need is. The shortage might be three-bedroom apartments. I'm not talking one and two bedrooms. I'm talking just three-bedroom. Or it might be boat and RV storage. Or it might be logistics space for local manufacturers. It might be outdoor equipment storage for construction equipment. You've got to get really specific. And if you listen to yesterday's show, you'll probably agree that it's not likely office space. But that's the key. You want to get super specific. In our case, it almost always starts with a local partner with hyper-local knowledge. You're going to often encounter local people who see the local opportunity, but they don't have all the elements to bring together the solution in its entirety. So filling the gap and bringing the execution elements to the project can make the difference between a project that's going nowhere and one that truly fulfills a need in the market. I want to thank you, Chris, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.